This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Hansen. I've got a tremendous shortwave program for you today. I have a television interview and a radio interview, both with Joan Hunter, tremendous minister of the gospel. Signs and Wonders, Miracles. In between these two interviews is one of her prophetic worshipers that will be singing. Now, enjoy today's shortwave program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, and I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. Wherever you're watching or listening, welcome. Yes, this is also on radio and shortwave. I have with me my special guest today is Joan Hunter. She's a compassionate minister. I think that's important. Jesus moved with compassion. She's a dynamic teacher, accomplished author, and an anointed healing evangelist. I've known her actually for a long, long time, although normally we don't get a chance to be together because we're flying in different directions. She's devoted her life to carry the gospel of hope, the message of hope, deliverance, and healing to the nations. As president and founder of Hearts for Him and Joan Hunter Ministries, her vision is to equip believers to take the healing power of God beyond the four walls of the church to the four corners of the earth. Joan ministers the gospel with manifestations of supernatural signs and wonders in healing school sessions, miracle services, conferences, and churches around the world. Being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, Joan speaks prophetically in the services, releasing personal and corporate prophetic ministry to those in attendance. And yes, miracles happen. So we're going to go and meet Joan Hunter right now. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if people you know, if you don't think they're watching, call them right now. Have them tune into this program. They could receive their miracle today, right now. Joan, welcome to the program warning. Thank you, thank you. I'm excited to be here. It's good to see you again after all these years. <laughs> yes, it's been a few years, but I'm so glad that you're here with me. When I heard you were coming to this area, I immediately got a hold of you. You know, Joe Kirkwood, Pastor Kirkwood, you minister with him mm-hmm. a lot, and he told me, I said, let me see if I can catch her. So, Joan, you are all over the world. You could either talk about where you're going, but let's also talk about your recent trips, because I want to talk about some miracles. Okay. You know, people need to understand that God is a God of miracles. And you're going to hear that right now. God is a God of miracles. What you read about in the Bible happens today. So, Joan, why don't you tell us 
where you've recently been and just go into some of the miracles. It's very exciting. For those of you that don't have any idea who I am, one of the things that I get I'm very proud of and honored, I'm the daughter of Charles and Francis Hunter, known as the Happy Hunters. Maybe many of you know who they are. And many times I go to cities after cities. I got saved in their service. I got the baptism. I got set free of smoking. I got healed, different things like that. I couldn't have a child. And, and here's my child who's, you know, 20 and 30 years old now. And wow. so it's, it's always fun hearing about testimonies that happen through mom and dad. Okay. And uh, traveled with them for about 35 years. And now I've been on my own for the last roughly 25, a total of 53 years, 52 years in the healing ministry. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's a, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm that old. <laughs> and uh, We are just, close to the same age. We are very close, yes. I've turned 70, and so I'm paving <laughs> the way for you. There you go. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I got saved when I was 12, and I've never wavered from that decision. And I told God, I'll do anything you want me to do. And I'll go wherever you want me to go. Beautiful. And you expect that to be done with the 50s and the 60s. But now in the 70s, he's having me go all over the world like crazy. But God's just really, really anointed me to, uh, he's really opened up the country or the continent of Africa to me. Okay, okay. And I've already been to like five countries, uh, maybe more than that actually. And I'm going back shortly to do another one and then a few months later i'll be doing three more countries so wow it's pretty exciting i'm i'm still pretty much amazed i'm like what 50 year old man said no to this and a 70 year old woman said yes wow <laughs> you know yeah and to have the massive crusades of you know 50 to 100,000. and uh, a couple months ago i was in pakistan um and they now say i'm the favorite person of pakistan wow you know so i thought well that's pretty cool and and uh, and then in Africa, they call me the new Ronnie Bonnie. And I'm like, Ronnie Bonnie. Anyways, Reinhard Bonnke and uh, having massive crusades all over Africa. Uh, you know, tens of thousands are getting saved, healed. And what's really cool is that when I was recently in Togo, that, um, you know, we're, I'm doing the working of miracles. I can lay hands on the sick individually, see them healed. And phenomenal results where that's concerned. But I also teach people how to do that. So I would bring people up on the platform. I would pray they would get new knees, you know. And so, and then I'd pray for the shoulder and the shoulders would get healed. And, you know, neck problems, so many neck problems because they've carried the 50-pound bags on their head since they were like 10. Yes, Okay, yes. so they all have neck problems. So, and they've stunted growth because of so much pressure on their head. So I put my hands around their neck and, you know, command their body to grow and, you know, have spine to be healed, neck to be healed. And it's pretty exciting. And, and everybody, every, every time somebody got healed, the crowd goes, whoa, you know, and then I'll do working mirrors with somebody over here that has this and whatever. And then they'll get healed. And, and how many of you were healed of this? And, you know, like 10,000 got knee, knee healings or back problems or different things like that, which is fun. And, uh, but then in Togo, it was so cool because as I was ministering, um, God just said, okay, now have them turn and pray for one another. I've got a team of like 10 that have been trained under me that have been ordained and all that kind of stuff and been through my healing school. And so they're there to pray, but they, all of us cannot pray for 70,000 people or whatever yes, that was that's there. Right, that's right. And so I said, now what I want you to do is I want you to turn to the person next to you and say, what do you need Jesus to heal you up? Whether it be knees, back or whatever, you do the praying. And so I had him do that. And then I said, how many of you have received your healing from that? Not one did not. There was not that kept their not one that kept their hand down. It was amazing. But it was power. God hope in the room. You talked about hope earlier. 
There was hope in the room. People were healed, uh, even though, of course, it was outdoor, you know, outdoor and, and all the stuff. And it was just absolutely miraculous. But for these people that have come from their villages and them to lay hands on somebody else is absolutely amazing. Yes, yes. The Word of God says in Mark 16 that we as believers are going to do that. And it's not Joan that heals, it's Jesus that heals. Good, good. And, and that's what people need to remember, that Jesus is the healer. Absolutely. I know that when I travel with people, and when I've, I've had several mega churches, and I would say, Jesus heals. Your job is to lay hands on the sick. Right. And we must understand that Jesus is the healer. Right. And get our eyes off of the man or the woman yeah. to, that's you know praying. Because I, with working in miracles, I don't lay hands on them. Right. And many times people will uh, come up in the prayer line, but by the time they get to the person or me, they're already healed because yeah. the anointing is there. There you go. And their hope is there. Yeah. So I want to encourage everybody, that your level of hope, when, it's going to raise today that Jesus wants to heal you. There's no reason why he doesn't want to heal you today. Good, good. And that is so important. Some people, you know, you hear obviously from different churches, depending on their pastor, what he's been teaching them, and they think they need to just put it up with it and have a good attitude, but... Uh, and try to earn it. There you go. But what I read is, is Satan is the cause of sickness and disease, and we're supposed to resist him, not cooperate with him. Right. Joan? Many times people say, well, you know, like I had one lady, um, she's a friend of a friend, and my friend says, why don't you come over, we'll get Joan to pray, you know, because she was getting ready to have a double mastectomy because of cancer. And, uh, and she goes, no, God sent this cancer to me to help me with my pride, you know, to get me free of pride. Well, she goes in, she has a double mastectomy and she's still got pride because you can lose your breast, but it's, that's, it's gotta be a heart healing. Yeah. You can read books on pride, but you, you know, keep your breast, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and the thing, and I'm like, and first of all, just to clarify this, God does not have, have cancer to give. God's a good God, you know, and sin opens the door for these things. There you go. There you go. And that's what people don't recognize is sin opens the door. Mm -hmm. And even Christians, sin opens the door, not only to diseases, but again, demons. And lack and everything else. Totally. You know, and it's like, I, I do what's, uh, I have a book called Power to Heal that deals with the root causes of sickness. Year 2000, I'm diagnosed with, with breast cancer, given two years to live. Now, that was over 23 years now ago. Now, that was you? That was me. Wow. This is me, okay? And so, I uh, went through a, a horrific divorce. My now ex-husband was living a double life as homosexual. Wow. And so, you go through all the hell, all the trauma, the worry, if I get a divorce, how can I support the children? We had four girls. And then how can we do this? How, you know, the worry, worry, worry. That's the open door for the breast cancer because the breast represents the family. Yes, yes. And, uh, and so the trauma and the stress and everything showed up there. And so I was worried, worried, worried. And that's, once again, that was the primary door. And so I start off the book by talking about the power of your words and or the power of the words that are spoken over you. Like you've got cancer, you've got breast cancer, you've got two years to live. Well, I was hurt so bad in my heart, I was excited I was going to be with Jesus. And then I realized I had four good reasons to live. Yes. Charity's Vice Melody and Abigail and my four girls. And the thing is, is where that's concerned is that I had to make a decision. I, out of my mouth, confess life and death is in the power of the tongue. 
I could say death and go, okay, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Life is I'm going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord, which is that's I started slapping my face on the table, looking at the cancer on the screen and going, no, I'm going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. And so at that point, I went home and uh, I had my mom and dad pray with me on the phone. And that's all I did. But what uh, regarding that, but what I said, I, I told God, I said, I can live without a breast, but I can't live with a broken heart. I've been was diagnosed with broken heart syndrome. I now have a beautiful heart, according to the doctor. That he they told me that a couple day, you know, a couple weeks ago. They did my annual, and they go, "You have a beautiful heart." I thought, "Thank you." I don't have a seventy-year-old heart. I got <laughs> renewed. Hallelujah. And uh, but anyway, so um, and I, I went in the shower, and I I would cry in the shower so my girls didn't hear me crying. The dog's the only one that heard me crying, and she cried with me. It's very sweet. She's waiting for me in heaven now. And uh, no matter how you feel about that, biblically, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, she's there. She deserved it, you know. <laughs> she, she was a sweetheart of a dog. And, uh, but anyway, I would, I would just go, like, I can't, I can't live with this. I can't live with the pain in here. And, and I, I walked out, learned how to, do, to forgive him. When you forgive, it doesn't mean what he did was now right. Exactly. It frees you up. Exactly. And, and it gives you, I say you forgive somebody that really hurts you and he comes with a facelift. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, uh, but, and I, I, I got rid of any form of rejection, abandonment, betrayal, you know, and, and just, just unbelievable, uh, you know, stuff that, that was happening. And, and I would come out of the shower and I would, you know, be clean, but I would be, have my heart cleansed because it's the washing of the water of the word. And you combine those two, confessing the word in the shower. I think I used the whole hot water tank every time I took a shower. And, but I was, I, I wanted to just stay in with the water pouring over me as a type and shadow of the Holy Spirit and the oil pouring over me. Good, good. It was amazing. Well, that's beautiful. And what people need to realize is it's, it's not only, again, bitterness or hatred or unforgiveness, but Joan brought it back very clearly. Worry, worry, fear. You know, it's amazing, Joan. People, you know, let's pray about it. And the next, as soon as you say amen, once again, they're regurgitating their worries and fears. Absolutely. My um, God, what, what are you praying for? Right. Three years ago, I wrote a book called Annihilate Fear. Not just freedom from fear. And I want it done with. Because fear is a major open door for sickness. Good. I fear. Not good, I'm going but to, good that you brought I, it out. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I understand that. But it's like, you can fear this is going to come upon you, whatever it is. Whether a virus, you know, the cold, flu, whatever. You can, you can have fear that it's going to come on you. And it will. It's an invitation to come on you. It's like, as your faith, so be it. I right. mean, you're as believing your fear, in faith so or you're believing in fear. Well, okay. So be it. Yep. So be it. Yep. No, and that's that's good. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, again, this is important because people all the time, I'm encountering them everywhere I go. You know, you pray for them and as soon as you say, man, they're, they're bringing right back up. And I look at them sometimes and I said, hey, we just prayed. Why are you saying these things? Mm -hmm. Because we've got to quit worrying. We, we've got to right. quit operating in fear. And, and another one is a feeling of not being good enough. Okay, good. And it's like, you know, what did I do to deserve this? Yeah. And it's like, you accepted Jesus Christ into your heart. With that comes all power and authority. And it's our covenant 
with God through Jesus to be healed. Wow. You know, that's good. Not feeling good enough mm -hmm. because that's another major thing that people do and Christians do. Uh, again, you if try to... I pray to, hard enough, I'll get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, and you try to talk to them about getting, get out of those tracks. Absolutely. I mean, quit condemning yourself and why don't you count on what God says you are, leave the past behind, but that's another thing that a lot of Christians have a hard time doing. And so mm -hmm. that blocks their healing and deliverance. Mm -hmm. Joe? Which is, yeah, which is really amazing. It's like, the word says God chooses to remember our sins no more. Yeah. It doesn't say he has a bad memory. He's choosing, choosing. to let it go. <laughs> so when we forgive, we need to choose to let it go. Good. Number one. Good. But also, we need to accept the fact that he has forgiven us. Yeah. No, that's excellent. And, and, and that is so important because all of us who have ministered to people and uh, we encounter those things. Mm -hmm. We have to choose to let it go choose really to believe what God says you know the battles in the mind mm -hmm. and so we've got to understand these things so I'm glad you brought these points out now I'm going to ask you again some specifics in some of these recent countries but is there something else you want to bring out that you have noticed is a stumbling block to people's healing or maintaining their healing they sometimes, you know, sometimes, not always, I'll, and I can answer that in two different ways. Number one, they, can get, they might have a lying symptom come back. Okay. What do they do with that? Okay. Oh, I didn't get healed. And that's an invitation for the disease to come back on. Okay. As in comparison to, you lying devil, you're trespassing on God's property. I was healed last night. We need to stand and take ground that we have been healed and confess that we are healed. Good. Good. Okay. Good. Another thing is some people lose their healing maybe after six months or a year. I'll give you an example. Fibromyalgia. Many times people pray for fibromyalgia. The pain goes, but it comes back and it comes back later under a stressful situation because it's brought on by trauma and stress. Now, I prayed for somebody the other day. How long have you had this? You know, and uh, it was a man actually. Rare is a man that has fibromyalgia. But I pray for him, he says, probably 40 to 45 years. So I put my hand and I was praying in the name of Jesus. I curse the spirit of trauma and trauma. And I'm like, and I'm getting a vision as I'm praying uh, in the spirit of him being hit with a, a piece of board, like a two by four. It turned out to be a two by six. Uh, when I found out, you know, when I explained this to him and I'm like, I'm bawling because I can see him as a four and five year old literally being beat. Not just on the bottom, but beat. Beat on the back, beat on the head, flip across the face. Wow, wow. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah. And because and he, he's had it his whole life. And that trauma of that event is what opened the door for fibromyalgia. Then he felt, he felt like if my dad beats me, he, showing he loves me. You know, a loving father corrects. That's right. Doesn't beat. Right. And so he got totally, completely set free. He, they, one of the swats or so broke his tailbone. He hasn't been able to sit straight for 40 years. My goodness. You know, 45 years. And he's, you know, just kind of like this in the chair. And now I know why he was wiggling so much during the service. And, uh, and so I prayed for the tailbone. God gave him a brand new tailbone, took all the pain away. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about that. And then I had him sit on a, a hard bar stool type thing or, you know, and, uh, and he was like, 
you know, he's going all over. It's not hurting. It's not hurting. And then I pray for God to, number one, take care of the trauma, erase the memory of it, what I call erase the pain of the past. And God will remove what his father did to him. Good. He knows it happened, but the reality and the pain in your body. So you have the trauma that comes in and everywhere he hit was still sore. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's called cellular memory. Sure. And he's had that pain for 45 years until it was Mother's Day. Wow. And he got totally healed on Mother's Day. Praise the Lord. And so I pray for the trauma, the fear, um, the memory, cellular memory, and fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, and the whole bit. And people with fibromyalgia always get healed. Wow. Because I go, f- and then it never comes back. Because I go for the trauma that is the root of all of that. Okay. And when you get the root taken care of, then automatically it's, they're healed, which is awesome. That's great. That is wonderful. That's why she's called a dynamic teacher. <laughs> okay? Dynamic teacher. Uh, you know that, what you gave an explanation, you know, sp- you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. There's a difference, as you said, between correction and abuse. Right. Or even assault. I mean, my goodness, what that father did was I can't assault. believe that he, that, I, that he wasn't taken away. Yeah, he should have been arrested. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, to, to, to do something to anybody, not yet your own child. Right. So, Joan, again, you, you've just recently been to different countries. And uh, pick, pick a country and uh, talk about a miracle or miracles in that country, and we can cover several. Okay. Uh, go to Rwanda. Okay. I'm getting ready to speak. Okay. And God says, I want you to teach on finances. Okay. I'm like, they didn't bring me over here to speak on finances. <laughs> they want healing of the congregation. And I'm hearing finances, finances. And, I'm, and so I listen. I know that's God's voice. It's sure. not me telling myself to talk on finances. Though I have anointing, body, mind, soul, spirit, and finance. Yes. Okay, I have an anointing on that. So I get up there and I teach on finances and I'm going to pause right there. At the end of the service, pastor said they had two services on Sunday. I, I, I didn't know if he didn't want me talking about finances or what. He says, we've been praying who to bring in to talk about finances to set my congregation free. And you did it. Please repeat the next service. So I'm like, I can't repeat, but I can teach on finances. Sure. The next service. Sure. Okay. So then, I think it was the second service, uh, a very large lady comes up to the front on crutches. I, I asked for knee problems. So she comes up to the front. Um, and then they have, she has to be lifted onto the platform. I offered to go down, but she goes, no, she wanted to be up there. So she comes up on the platform and, um, and I said, now what's wrong? Obviously through a translator. And she goes, neck, knees, and shoulder. I said, that's easy. I mean, because there's nothing in the word of God that says healing is hard. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we do that. She, um, so I prayed for her knees and I say, thank, tell, thank you, Jesus. So she takes her knees and she does that. I put my hand around her neck and she grew like four inches. Wow. As God replaced the, the disc in her neck and any damaged vertebrae and her neck got totally completely healed. And it was just like, and her back got healed. And she just you know, stood really tall. And then she, at that point, I'm holding her crutches. And, I'm, and then I said, in, in the shoulder, in the name of Jesus, I command the shoulder to be healed in Jesus' name. And so she goes, Oh, well, oh, in any language means it still hurts. Yes, yes. So no translator needed there. So I put my hand on her shoulder and I told her to say, thank you, Jesus. So we go, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And then like fourth time, it was all the way up till he healed. 
And she is like, you got a crowd of like 2,000 at this church and they're going crazy. I yes. mean, they are like literally going crazy yes. in a good way. And I mean, wow, you know, and then uh, she says, can I run over there? She had to be lifted onto the platform. She couldn't walk a step without the crutches or was leaning on two men. Okay. And I said, sure, you go ahead. And she, I mean, she's like running all over the place. And, and then the crowd's really screaming. And then all of a sudden I turned to my translator. And I'm like, where's my translator? <laughs> he was gone. And he had found a corner over there and buried his head and just wept. Wow. He said it was the first miracle he'd ever seen. Wow. And he was bawling and bawling. And he did come back and we finished the service out. Well, I didn't know it was live streamed. So I had 400 invitations to Africa the next day. Oh, my. <laughs> my, I'm my. Like, oh, and I'm hitting as many countries as I can. But it was so it was so fun. And I mean, we've had you, there's people that come in with big lumps, you know, in their breasts or whatever gone and and uh, people that can't have babies. I'm finding out they're having babies and because of different things that, you know, that medications or whatever they've gotten that they keeps them from having babies and then they get pregnant and have babies and, you know, and all that kind of good stuff. Tremendous. Headaches gone. Tremendous. You know. Tremendous. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the God we serve. That's the God we serve. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God that opened the Red Sea. The God that brought water out of the rock. The God that fed him in the wilderness. The God, again, with the ten plagues against Pharaoh. This is the God we serve. Everything you saw in the Bible from beginning to end, through the apostles, through the life of Jesus, this is what's supposed to happen today. Joe? Right, I totally agree. And the thing is, it's like, oh, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, and, you know, to me. And I'm like, no, you can do this. You can do this. Amen. Because Amen. the Bible doesn't say just Joan or just Jonathan. Yeah, that's right. You know, even though we all got J's, there you go. Jonathan and Joan. Hey, there you go. But, you know, we still have, we have the anointing of Jesus, and you do too. You can take it to the stores. You know, the, the vision statement is to equip believers, take the healing power of God beyond the four walls of church, four corners of the earth. Well, because of this show, you might think Africa, India, Pakistan, you know, different places like that. No, your family, your neighborhood, where you shop, and where you work. It's awesome. I'm going to add another quick story on that. Do it. Uh, when we went to Uganda, I'm in the car and they honored me because they wanted me to be in the car and the team can be in the bus. And there was no shocks on there. And you know what I'm talking about with that. You're I've been to about Uganda Manila, at least 50 you know. times. Yeah. So, so you have the, the shaking, racking, and roll, you know, rolling the whole bit. And, uh, and I'm in the back seat. And Joe's, you know, Joe Kirkwood, he's in the yeah. front seat. Good friend. My window does not go up or down. It's stuck. And my door does not open. <laughs> okay. That's, no, 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 no. On safety. No, 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 no. And I'm like, so I told her, I said, I said, I'm just going to ride with the, you know, with everybody on the bus after this. A whole lot safer, my opinion. And, one, one minute. Uh, okay. And so at that point, I said, God, I'm sitting in the back seat. Give her a new car. Give her a new car. While I'm there, somebody gives her a brand new Forerunner. Wow. Big car. Great shocks. Wow. From a Ugandan. That's what it was from a Ugandan. When they get the hold of the message that God wants to, be, to bless them. And God wants to bless you no matter where you are in the world. Philippians 4.19 is apropos for you too. So be sure to quote that scripture and watch what God will do. 
Look into this camera. One minute. Pray for healing. Oh, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, put your hand on your heart. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I send the word of healing in Jesus' name. I curse any and all forms of trauma in their life. Any kind of sickness, disease, cancer, spirit of cancer, prions, which are bad cells, eating good cells. I curse every one of those. Any lingering effect of what's called long COVID. Command all that to go. Chronic fatigue syndrome. I speak new lungs in Jesus' name. I speak knees, 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 knees in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for restoring their heart physically and emotionally. And Father, I thank you for healing their minds, healing their brains. No more headaches, no more migraines, and no more arthritis. Arthur's giving and been given an eviction notice today in Jesus' name. Amen. And breakthrough in finances too. Ladies and gentlemen, telephone my office, 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. And give me testimonies of what God just did for you. 360-629-5248. Worldministries.org. Worldministries.org. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And may God bless you. El Elyon, El Elyon, oh, you are the most high God. El Elyon, El Elyon, oh, you are the most high God, El Elyon, El Elyon, oh, just like Melchizedek, you speak out a blessing, Lord, like you blessed Abraham. Speak out a blessing, Lord. El Elyon, El Elyon, you are the most high God. Praise you, Lord. For such a time as this, for such a time as this, you were created. Oh, nothing can hold you back now. For such a time as this, for such a time as this, you were created oh nothing can hold you back now this is dr jonathan hansen i'm the president of world ministries international as well as eagles saving nations and i want to welcome you to the warning program wherever you're watching or listening Throughout the United States or around the world, welcome. I have a special guest, a friend of mine, Joan Hunter. Joan Hunter is a compassionate 
minister. We just did a television program. Compassion flew out of her. You know, Jesus moved with compassion, and that's what made him effective. Uh, Jesus was a dynamic teacher. Joan is. And uh, Joan is an accomplished author. But most importantly, she's an anointed healing evangelist. So she's devoted her life to carry the message of hope, deliverance, and healing to the nations. Uh, Joan, welcome to the Warning Program. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm, I'm happy to have you. And uh, I've known you for many years, and this is the Probably first time I got you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least 15 years, and I finally got you here. Okay. Great. Now you're going to have to come back. Okay, sounds good. Okay. So, uh, Joan, we just did a great interview on television. Uh, it will reach millions and millions of homes. One of our contracts recently, a couple months ago, another 300 million homes. And why do we want to go as broad as possible? Because more people can be helped. More people can be healed. More people can be Absolutely, saved. Yes. So we want to reach as many people as possible with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So Joan, now if you did not see that television program, go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. It will be on the website, worldministries.org. Now, Joan, you gave so many great testimonies. And again, uh, this is a different audience. You could do the same or you could do something different. Some people might be watching and listening to both, but most will not. But uh, again, I know that you just came from several countries and you're going now on a, on a great trip to countries. Yes. But uh, why don't you just uh, start where you think the Holy Spirit is leading you? Well, what I'm sensing, you know, and just kind of really praying about what to share here is uh, that there is many of you that are listening, watching, whichever medium you happen to have, is that right now there, there's so much that you want to do, but you have excuses okay. or, or even reasons why you can't. Yes, yes. And, uh, and that God wants to abolish all of that. Uh, I have a book called Power Prophetic Vision. Basically, it's about getting you out of your comfort zone Good. and do what you were born to do. Walk out your destiny. Wow. And uh, and it's just, it's an amazing book because I've been there. Yes. And I've been back behind the scenes. Yes. You know, serving my parents, Charles and Francis Hunter, instead of out front. Being told when I was younger, like in first, second, third grade, I was dumb, stupid, ignorant, retarded, never amount to anything, never be able to read or write. Wow. I now have 27 books out. One of my publishers has commissioned me to write uh, five new books. So I'm going to be working on that this month. Uh, and and doing doing that while um, you know while I'm I'm at home and traveling and different things like that, and uh, and I'm like wow you know like 27 isn't enough God <laughs> and He says no and I said okay one of them's going to be on hope wow. because without hope where would we be There's the world has been filled with fear now we've got to remove the fear but fill it up with hope good and good. it's going to be really awesome. Good. And uh, there's ma- things that maybe teachers have said, you know, parents have said, like, don't ever start anything because you never finish. Okay. Those are curses spoken over you that you need to cut them off. Wonderful. And it's like the doctor has said, told me, year 2000, you've got breast cancer. You have about two years to live. Wow. That was 23 years ago. Oh, my. Hallelujah. Yes. So God healed me, healed me a broken heart, all that kind of stuff. So I have a platform here to share that whatever your reason, whatever your excuse is, we've got to get rid of all of that. I'm too old. I'm too, let me tell you, I turned 70 this year and I'm like, I, you know, number one, I'm still shocked about that. 
but I'm doing great, feeling great for, especially for 70. I remember how old I thought 70 was. Yeah. It's not, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're almost there. There but you it's go. Like, you know, we're not. We're not that old. We're still going all over the world. I feel. I still feel like a young pup. I I do too. Yes, and uh, but it's so exciting. But see, the world is trying to stop you. The enemy's trying to stop you. And this is something I've been praying over people is to cut off the assignment of death over your destiny, Good. which is procrastination on steroids. Wow. And it's wow. causing you just to, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. And you never get around to it. There you go. And then you're dead. And all those things that God told you to do, you never got around to do. Wow. Okay. And so there are things in your life, spiritually, for God, and personally, and and you just keep putting them off and putting them off and putting them off. Whereas God says, now is the time. Now is the time to do this. Now is the time to get your book out. Now is the time to to get your 501c3. Now is the time to get new clothes. You think, well, what do I need new clothes are? For traveling. Get new pictures for your website. Things like that. This is your time and for turnaround time for in your life. And that assignment of death over your destiny is broken off. You say... What assignment of de my destiny? Why do I have an assignment of destiny over my life? A, a, de a sign of death. What it is, is the enemy knows what's going to happen when you walk out your destiny. When you walk out your he knows what's over there. And he's going to do anything and everything in his power to stop you. Because he knows what you're going to accomplish. If you get Rip that assignment of death off of your destiny. Rip it off of you in Jesus' name. Write the book. Do this. Start working on getting recordings. Start your, get your website. Get your this, get, you know, do your Facebook. Do whatever it takes. But you know what? Get ready for what God's calling you to do instead of putting it off, putting it off, and putting it off. Delay, 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 delay. The word says no more delays. Amen? Wow. Hallelujah. You know, I, I like that, that terminology procrastination on steroids you know i've been urging somebody an apostolic leader a son of mine get out of the boat get out of the boat get yes, out of the get boat out of your comfort zone and uh, yeah and some people want to wait till they retire what are you waiting for you retire some people retire and they die get out of the boat let me let me give you a good word here this uh you know we, we've talked you know on the tv show and here about the power of your words okay and when you say you're retired you're repeating how tired you are. You're re just, repeating tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm, you know. Soon you, as you said it, that was my thought. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it's like, and then you have people that retire and then they just kind of slump down there. I'm so tired. I'm retired. You know, instead of like, you no, know, God's freed you from what you were doing so you could do more for him. Good. So good. I'm refired. Hallelujah. Hey. That's the way to say it. Absolutely. I'm refired. I'm refired. I have gone for years and years, and even I still do it. I mean, I said it years ago, but I say it everywhere I go. I am. What is there to retire from? Have we won the battle? Have mm -hmm. we? Are we done? Yeah. Are we done? We're have so we won not the done. world for Christ? <laughs> There's no such thing as retirement for you and I, Joe. That's right. It's not in our vocabulary. Right. You know, uh, and hope, faith, and victory. I, I preached in an article. I wrote about it. Hope, faith, and victory. I'm glad you said about hope. Because we, if you lose your hope, you don't have faith because you gave it up. Hope, faith, victory. Joan? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, and there's, there, 
in a, across America, and really, I know this goes around the world, but not only in America, but around the world, people have lost their faith. They have lost their hope. That's and right. Like so tired of waiting, so tired of waiting. Yes. Well, but the word says wait on the Lord. What does that I mean, in English? What's bad is that we have two meanings for many words, two or three. Like you know, you wait, and you just wait, or you wait by serving a waitress. You wait on the Lord. You serve the Lord, and as you're serving the Lord, He will speak to you about your next. Good, 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 ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're enjoying this again. Uh, Special guest, Joan Hunter, you're on the warning program, uh, television, radio, whatever you're tuning in to watch or listen to, shortwave. Uh, again, Joan Hunter moves around the world, healing evangelist, and she sees miracles. Uh, again, Joan... Everywhere. Everywhere. Not just in services. Tell the people uh, your website. How can they find you? JoanHunter.org. J-O-A-N-H-U-N-T-E-R dot O-R-G. Joan Hunter, again, uh, I, I'm telling you, I met her years ago. I, I, I don't even know when, probably 15 years ago, first time here at World Ministries International, but it will not be the last time. Okay. So, Joan, give another story, another illustration. Okay. Um, I was working a little bit late the other night. This is a, just literally just a couple months ago. Okay. And I'm responsible. I take care of all the food when we're in town. I cook and prepare. And then like my husband will do the cleanup, etc. And so I'm like, okay, I worked later, about an hour later than anticipated, which is the time to prepare the main dish. So I asked my assistant, call the barbecue place, order a pound of brisket. I got all the rest of it at home. And I've never done that in 18 years of living there. I've never done that. Wow. And so I go by and they said, I said, Hunter, six o'clock. He says, Hunter, 615. I said, okay, I'm fine. So I, you know, I could sit and wait. I've got my whole office and my telephone, you know, and I can, I can work around the world on that. And uh, so I'm just sitting there and he comes out and he brings the brisket out and, uh, you know, puts it in the car. And then he says, let me go get you a drink. Okay. And uh, so he goes back and gets me a drink. So he hands it to me in, you know, like in the window, you know, passes it to me. And he has what appears to be a carpal tunnel band on. Okay. At that point, that's my hands that are going up, armed and dangerous to lay hands on him. That's a sign he needs a miracle. Sure. So I asked him, I said, may I pray? And he goes, sure. You know, and I said, do you have carpal tunnel? He said, no. I thought, okay, how did you hurt your hand? He says, I got it caught in the freezer. And it took my thumb, bent it all the way back, destroyed all the tendons, muscles, ligaments in my thumb. And I said, are you in pain? He goes, yes. Wow. And the only thing he can do now by working is he puts food in the car for people. That's all he can do because yes. of so much pain. Yes. So I prayed for him and, and I said, now, you know, say, thank you, Jesus. And he goes, thank you, Jesus. I said, now wiggle your thumb a little bit. And then he willed it, willed it, willed it. And he goes, I mean, it pain was totally gone. It was just like awesome. He goes, I don't know who you are, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of fun. So he opens the door to go back in to the restaurant and he screams, ah, that lady, I just got healed, you know, and was screaming, a restaurant full of people, probably 75 to 100. The whole staff knew how bad he was hurting. And he's going and he goes, look, look. You know, and it's like <clears throat> roughly 100 people yeah. just got witness to. Yes, yes. And I like that. I mean, where He didn't know who Joan Hunter was. There you go. He just knew it was Hunter 6 o'clock. <laughs> there you go. I mean, we need to be led by the Spirit, Joan, anywhere we go. Mm -hmm. 
I remember on Northwest Airlines, now they're the Delta, and I, I was sitting there, and they had bumped me up to first, and uh, the Lord said, go pray for the, the stewardess. I walked up to her. I said, can I pray for you? You have cancer. She dropped her trays. All of the stewardess came like I assaulted her. She said, leave him alone. Leave him alone. Uh, he, he, he's going to pray for me. God showed him that I had cancer. Prayed for him right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be led by the Spirit, Joan. Absolutely. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. It doesn't have to be a service. It doesn't right. have to be a crusade. It can be in a mall. And you don't have to run around and rub your hands together and try to muster up the anointing. There you, you walk in the anointing. Yeah, as I That's jokingly right. say, but seriously, we don't walk under condemnation, yes. mustard or anything like yes. that. We walk in, and we don't walk in condemnation either. But see, God's going to put people in front of us to pray for. Now, I have never done that in 18 years. Wow. Stop and pick up brisket. Okay. I've, I've eaten from there maybe once or twice in 18 years. Sure, sure. So that was like, just get me some brisket from there that was like just a, a fluke of a situation wow. but it was an anointed fluke of a situation sure, sure. and and as and god will lead you where to go what to do you know it's like i just the other day i said i just really want to go to this particular place and it was a place to shop and yeah. so i go in yeah and there's a lady really hurting sure you know and i can see that she's really hurting it's like there go the hands you know and i said may i pray for her? she goes oh, that'd be great you know, and it's like they're praying, God, send somebody to pray with me. And you find them at a, at a retail store. Yes, yes. And, they're, and they know that God sees them and orchestrates their step. And it's just amazing what God did. Totally. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is the God that walked in Old and New Testament. There are actually one book. This is the God of Peter, James, and John. I'll tell you what, we serve the same God. He does the same things for those that do not doubt. Right. We believe. We believe in what God said, and we act upon it, Joan. We do. I mean, and the thing is, is God's looking for people that will say yes. But not only is he looking for people that will say yes, he's looking for people to say yes with follow through. Yes. Okay. He's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You see him a year or two later, and they haven't done it. I know. I know. I know. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a partner with your ministry. Da, 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 and then you never hear from them again. <laughs> We've got to be people of our word. Hallelujah. Again, procrastination on steroids. Yes. And, but see, uh, the, enemy's, he's, the enemy's trying to stop us. Oh, totally. You know, from totally. doing, you know, what we're supposed to be doing. The enemy's trying to stop you because he knows how God's going to use you in a supernatural way. Yeah. If he can stop you from getting out of the boat, you'll never walk on water. That's right. In other words, move on what God showed you. Move if he says, move into whatever, city, state, country, go to this restaurant, you know, get out of your job, move. If you know it's God, move and you will see miracles, Joan. You will, everywhere you go. And and it's so incredibly exciting with what God is doing and what, what we're seeing. And literally all over the world, all over the world. But what's fun is that I love to pray for the sick, but I also love to teach and train people how to do it themselves. Good. Because the Word of God says that we as believers are going to lay hands on the sick and we're going to see them recover. It doesn't say all of those that have gone through Bible college. Yes, Or yes. all of those, you know. Now, I recommend study because the Word says to study to show yourself approved. And I do healing school. I do healing training and all that kind of stuff, you know, teaching you how to do that. Well, like again, several mega churches I've been involved with, but again, 
letting the believer knows that they are a flame of fire, that they're yes. a minister of the gospel, that they can lay hands on the sick. Yes. And this is the key. You turn the whole congregation on, and boom, you break out of the walls. Yes. And the thing is that you need to understand, I know you understand this, but those that are listening, that you are just as anointed as I am. Yes. Because it's Jesus that does the healing through me. Yes. And wants to do it through you, too. Yes. Yes, and, and that is so beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in, this is a warning program. You're listening, watching. Uh, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to have another great awakening. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to get into the stadiums and let Pentecost come upon the believer again so they can go forth with power and authority instead of fear and intimidation, and take back of America. Joan? Amen. And, and I totally agree. The word says to pray for Israel, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but it also says to pray for your country, pray for those that, that have are in charge leadership-wise, politically and everything, and you need to take that upon you seriously of what God has called you to do. Totally. Again, this is Joan Hunter. And, and Joan, uh, tell them again how they can find you. JoanHunter.org. JoanHunter.org. Again, an anointed healing evangelist. I think you can already tell, dynamic teacher. And so uh, I, I love what she does. Devoted her life to carry the message of hope, deliverance, and healing to the nations. And much more than trying to be the Lone Ranger, equipping, developing, discipling yes. the believers so they can do the works of the ministry. That's what brings revival. Right. I'm getting ready to go to Kenya in a couple of months, and we're taking down my manuals, my healing manuals down there. And I'm going to train up <coughs> one to 2,000 pastors on each side of Kenya. Okay. And then I'm going to let them pray for the people of Kenya. Yeah. Good, good. Make a deposit down there. <laughs> That's for sure, Joan. We yes. need a deposit all over the world. And uh, I always tell people I move with revival. Yes. You know, people say I'm praying for revival. I move with revival. I am revival's revival. in me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. We move with revival. I saw this guy the other day, and he had a revivalist on his shirt. And I'm yeah. like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joan. Look into this camera and say anything you want, however the Lord's leading you right now. This is your time. This is your season for you to really develop into. And if something, oh, I'm too old. Yeah, like we're not too old to do this kind of <laughs> stuff, you know. But the thing is, you are not too old. This is your time and your season to move into what God has for you, what he's called you to do, and get rid of all the excuses, get rid of all the things that is keeping you from doing it. Some of you go, oh, I'd love to go on a mission trip with you, but I don't have the money. I'd love to go to Israel with either Jonathan or Joan. I'd, that'd be great, but I don't have the money. Watch your mouth. God wants you to go. God will supply your every need. He'll take care of all that. You want to do this? I'd really like to go to your healing school. I'd really, okay, but you don't have the money. Number one, shut your mouth up. Wash your mouth out with Holy Ghost soap. Cut the words off and say, you know what? You are going to fund what you've called me to do in Jesus' name. And Father, you've called me to go to Africa. You've called me to go to Israel. You've called me to do whatever. And it's God will provide a way. But we've got to get our mouth in line with that. And let me just tell you what. Today is your day to start the steps of walking out your destiny. Wow. Again, I always tell them, stop the stinking thinking. That's right. And move into your destiny. 
Yes. By our own words, we condemn our future. Absolutely. And uh, as a man thinketh, so is he. We need to transform our mind with the word of God and literally believe it. Joan? Yes. Amen. And, you know, because here you are. Now, one of the hardest things in the world, but one of the most awesome things in the world is being the daughter of Francis Hunter. Sure. Okay. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, she was the most vivacious, wild, anointed, incredible miracles happened. You know, da, 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 da. And, you know, it's like people came to services for mom to pray. Yes. And then there there was, I don't, I don't want you. You know, you're you're just their daughter, you know. Wow. And and the thing is, it's like, I am the daughter, but I'm a mighty woman of God, called by God. And, you know, and everybody, can, even today, people still compare me to my mom, which is, is nice. Well, you're not like your mom. I'm, there's a lot of things about me that I am like my mom. But God didn't call me to be another Francis Hunter. God, God called me to be a Joan Hunter. And there are some, some of you that are... I'll never be as good as my wife. I'll never be as good as my husband. I'll never be as good as my parents. But God doesn't want you to be as good like goodness as they were. But you need to be who God's called you to do. Today is your day. Today is your day. Beautifully said. Be who God has called you to be. I don't try to be Billy Graham. I don't try to be uh, others. I try to be me. I know what God has called me to do. And God has taken me. We can be. There you go. Just be what God has called you to be and watch where he takes you. I'll tell you, Joan, it's been a tremendous ride since 1985 when I left law enforcement because of my first vision and dream. And I I don't have time to go into it. They have heard it. But uh, it's been a tremendous ride as I got out of the boat. Yes. And see, the thing is, if you want to walk in the supernatural, you can't stay in the boat. There you go. But I can't walk on water. Who can? There you go. Jesus? Jesus. And because Jesus, Peter believed in Jesus, he and, and came according to his word. How many disciples did Jesus actually call out of the boat that didn't come? That's right. Only one went. That's right. And Peter walked out his destiny. That's right. Again, you've been listening, watching the Warning Program. Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and help us bring another great awakening. Special guest, Joan Hunter. Give your website again. Joanhunter.org, O-R-G. Watch this now and listen and order the book, The Science of Judgment. If we don't have a great awakening, God help this nation. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of The Science of Judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, 
God holds nations responsible for what leaders do. Parental responsibility, the feasts of the Lord, Solomon's transgressions and their consequences, righteous kings versus evil kings, example of King Jehoshaphat, ungodly alliances, God is predictable, God holds people accountable, man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations, as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and Shalom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.